Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Amber Smith. I serve on the leadership team at our Norwood Park location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help you add even a little sense of rhythm to your life. And so to do that, we've altered the use of our regular podcast, and instead we'll be posting a short devotional every day. We hope you'll join us and that you'll enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Amber Smith. Well, we're almost through our series in Philippians. We've been doing a study in Philippians over the last couple of weeks, and it's really been a rich time to reflect on the Word of God and what it says to us. It's always amazing to me how applicable the Word is to our current situations. And today's text is no different. I can't wait to share with you some of the things that the Lord has revealed to me as I was studying this text in preparation for today. And so let's just dive right in. Let's read Philippians 4, 10 to 13 together. It says, I, Paul, rejoiced greatly in the Lord that at last you renewed your concern for me. Indeed, you were concerned, but you had no opportunity to show it. I am not saying this because I am in need. For I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all things through Him who gives me strength." Again, these are familiar verses to us. Many of us could share a time when these verses would have been given to us as a word of encouragement, or another time when we were used, when we use these verses to encourage someone else. I know that they're often used in athletics to be an encouragement to press on till the end of a game or to run the marathon to the very last minute. In fact, Golden State Warriors point guard Steph Curry has been riding Philippians 4.13 on his basketball shoes since his first college practice, and even today they're still on those shoes. But I want to challenge us that, like always, it's important for us not to just take Scripture out of its context. In these verses, the Apostle Paul is reminding the church at Philippi about the secret to contentment, whether in a season of abounding or in a season of misery. And Paul tells the Philippians that God has given him the ability to face either of those situations in the strength of the Lord. So today, I want us to look at the secret to contentment. And I want to share with you four things we can learn about contentment from these verses. But you'll notice as I share these four things that they ultimately keep coming back to one big takeaway. So let's look at these verses and these ideas together. First, contentment is found in knowing Christ and Christ alone. Verse 13 is referring to the fact that in Christ, Paul can be content no matter what his circumstances are. He can do everything through Christ and through knowing Christ and having a relationship with Him. So the first thing is that contentment is found in Christ. The second thing is that contentment is a learned behavior. If we're wanting to for contentment to kick in, it never will. The truth is we must, like Paul, learn to be content. Just like a baby learns to walk or a preschooler learns to ride a two-wheel bike It takes practice. Being content is not natural to us as humans. We compare ourselves to others around us, and that 
that naturally breeds discontentment. Discontentment is what's natural. We want something different. We want something bigger. We want something better or faster or newer or more comfortable. That is human nature. But here, Paul is reminding us that we need to apply ourselves to wanting Christ. We need to learn to want Christ. We learn to want Him by reading His Word and treasuring His truth. We need to apply the truth of Scripture to our lives, and we need to learn to know Christ. So we've learned that contentment is found in Christ alone, and we've learned that contentment is a learned behavior. And now thirdly, I want us to talk about the fact that contentment is not dependent on our circumstances. Paul says that he has learned to be content regardless of his circumstances. And we see from these verses that that doesn't just mean contentment when things are not going well. In fact, if we look here, there are two sets of comparisons. He says, I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to be hungry. I know what it is to be in want. But I also know what it means to have plenty and to be well fed. He goes on to say that in either of these situations, the important thing is, is that I am content, but content in Christ, in who Christ is, and in what Christ has done for me, not content because of the circumstances around me. Look back with me at Philippians 3 verse 8. Here it says, I consider everything a loss good or bad, because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things, good things, bad things, good circumstances, bad circumstances. I consider them all garbage that I may gain Christ. This, my friends, is the secret to contentment, that we know Christ. When we know Christ, when we really know Christ, everything else is of little value or worth. So, are you hearing the theme here? Contentment is found in Christ alone. It's a learned behavior, not a natural one. It's not dependent on my circumstances. And finally, number four, contentment is not something I do in my own strength. Our flesh feels accomplished when we are doing, doesn't it? Especially here in the city, when we are active, when we're busy, when we're buying, when we're achieving, when we're progressing, when we're succeeding, we feel a sense of satisfaction, a sense of accomplishment, a sense of contentment. But this kind of contentment will always lead us to chasing and pursuing more. It will always leave us lacking. But Paul here is talking about being content. He says he's learned to be content. It's not tied to activity, but rather tied to relationship. Paul says he can do everything through Christ. He can be content because of his relationship with Jesus. Christ is the one that offers him contentment. As Paul rests in Christ, he experiences the contentment that is available to him in any and every situation. As we rest 
in Christ, we can experience contentment in any and every circumstance. So let me ask you today, how content are you in your present circumstances? What are you drawn to when you feel empty inside or exhausted or when you're longing for more? Many of us try to distract ourselves from experiencing discontentment. We try to drown out those feelings, but instead, when those moments hit us, we should turn ourselves quickly to the Lord and to His Word to be encouraged, to find renewed strength, to fill our deepest longings and desires. Thanks for listening today. We hope that you were encouraged by the word that you received today. We'll be back tomorrow with another short devotional, so stay tuned.